Welcome to the Proud Police Wife Podcast with Rebecca Lynn, where we have honest, real, and encouraging conversations for law enforcement families. Welcome to episode five, where we will be talking about mental fitness for police wives and girlfriends. And this is such a huge topic. We will often um, make sure that the officer in our life is doing well, but we need to make sure that we are doing well ourselves. So let's get started. First, today's episode is brought to you by Charlie Madison Originals. Charlie Madison Originals is a military spouse owned and operated small business that supports all first responders. They create meaningful everyday jewelry that keeps you connected to your first responder hero and reminds you of those that you cherish the most. A link to grab yours will be in the show notes. So today's episode is going to be kind of real and raw for me because I know that our personal lives and taking care of ourselves can get low on the totem pole. And I did let that happen to myself for a number of years, especially after having babies. And because of our spouse's job, we often have that mix of emotions where we want to be there for them, but we also are checking on them, making sure they're good. But meanwhile, we're over here stressed out, tired, overwhelmed, And we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and that we're putting ourselves first because um, obviously we see our spouses have the weight and burden of the job, but we can also have that too. And there's something called spillover. Spillover is basically what it sounds like, but it's when one area of your life bleeds into another area of your life. So for law enforcement, they, what they see on the job, they can bring that home in the sense that mentally it's still there. Things that they saw on the job don't just go away. That doesn't erase what they experienced. It's still there. So if they're still feeling um, emotions from the job, that can bleed into their relationships, um, marriage, home life, but can also have an impact on us as spouses. So we need to make sure that we're taking time for ourselves on a regular basis, not just when we feel like we're going to lose it, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my mind. I've been at home with the kids for days. I'm really struggling. We need to start building that into our life so that um, it's routine or more habitual. So let's talk about some ways that um, you can do that. So first, being intentional at scheduling time for yourself. That means you're going to have to probably have a conversation with your spouse about um, what that looks like for you. You're going to need spousal support. Um, If you don't have kids yet, it may be slightly easier to make, get some time into yourself, especially when your spouse may be working. If you have opposite schedules, you might find yourself having you know, open pockets of time where um, your spouse is working in the evening in your home um, and you can make the meals you want or watch the shows you want. But I would encourage you to also use that time to explore a hobby you're interested in. Make sure that you're doing things for yourself and not just dwelling on the fact that your spouse is working or 
feeling resentful that they're working and you're not together. Sometimes those emotions can take over instead of letting ourselves use that time for me time. If you have kids, this is where you may need to have that conversation with your spouse and say, look, um, what was happening for us was my husband would, you know, come home from work and want to hop into doing all of the things that he couldn't do because he was working for a couple days, like um, running to the dump to take out trash or doing the, the yard work. And while uh, he's always amazing at doing those things for our family, and I always appreciate that, sometimes I just need him to take the kids so that I can go do some things. So having that conversation that I need more than just time to the grocery store by myself. That is not me time. Um, I need to be able to sit in quiet for a little bit, or I need to be able to take a bath twice a week in the evenings and read a book. Um, and everyone's self-care is going to look different. So what works for me may not work for you. Um, I'm not going to tell you to go for a run when that may not work for you. For me, I hate running. So that, that would not be me time. But all this to say, be intentional. Sit down with your spouse, figure out some times, even if you have to put it on the calendar, that you can get time for yourself, okay? Um, the next thing that uh, you can do is set boundaries. So when you have that time carved out on the calendar or after you've talked to your spouse and said, okay, um, on Saturday, when you are off, I'm going to get three hours to myself in the morning to do what I want to recharge. You have to set those boundaries. If a family member calls and says, hey, I want to stop by real quick. I have something for the kids. You have to say no. You have to make sure that you are protecting that time so that it is not sabotaged. I'm guilty of this. I would do everything for everybody else. And then the first thing to go on the totem pole was me. The first thing that I would rearrange or, um, you know, set aside uh, time for or let something else kind of creep in and take that time was time for myself. So the bottom line is you have to set those boundaries to let your spouse and other people know that that is your protected time and you will have to do X, Y, and Z another time. Because the fact of the matter is, if you're tired and spent and exhausted and becoming resentful um, or spread too thin, then you can't be the best version of yourself. You can't do everything for your kids or um, you know, make sure that your marriage is what you want it to be or be there for your spouse. You have to set that bar to make sure that that time for you is protected. Um, and that kind of leads into my next tip. The next tip is you have to be okay with saying no. Sometimes that means you have to say no to extra things that you might get invited to. You have to say no because you have to fit in time for yourself. Um, when you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. And hopefully in this situation, that saying yes is for your mental health, for your self-care, for your wellness. Um, it is okay to say no and say, I can't do those things. Um, that doesn't mean you are a bad person. That doesn't mean you need to feel guilty. 
um, sometimes time is just what you need. And if you need more time for yourself where you aren't doing all the things, then you have to be firm in saying no and putting that boundary in place. Um, next is um, if you're struggling with, you know, not just self-care and wellness, but possibly um, just mental health in general, then do not feel guilty for going to counseling or going to therapy or just seeking out advice from other maybe spouses who have been there. Um, finding maybe a mentor. You're not a failure. You are not weak. Um, and you don't always have to be struggling in a sense to um, seek mentorship or counseling. Sometimes you just need somebody to talk to and that is okay. Um, and sometimes you just need tools in your back pocket so that when things are hard, you know how to better navigate them. And, um, you know, your, your mental health, mental fitness is just as important as your physical health. So those two things go hand in hand. Next, I just want you to realize that um, making sure that you're fitting in time for yourself and whatever you want to call it, self-care, wellness, even if it's building in time for um, faith and um, building in time to like be in the word. And if you are, um, you know, a believer, that is something that you are allowed to do. You are worth it. Um, if you don't take anything away from this entire podcast and you only take one thing away, then I hope that this is it, that you deserve to put yourself first and you deserve to put it high on the list every day, just like you do your spouse and your kids and your home and your job, or maybe even your pets. Um, everyone that uh, loves you and is in your life wants to see you succeed and feel good about yourself and be happy. So this is the time to do that. No better time than now than to make sure that you are getting in time for yourself. Um, sometimes you have to just set it on the calendar. Other times you uh, can just, you know, set it, say, okay, I've had enough of this for the day. I need to um, go relax a bit. And I do want to mention real quick that Self-care and wellness um, is different than a stress reliever. If you are having a bad day and you say, I'm going to just pick up some, um, you know, Domino's pizza on the way home. I can't do one more thing today. That's great. That's great that you can do that. You're taking off something off your plate, but that's more a stress reliever. That's going to help you in the right now immediately. But self-care and wellness should be built into your life so that you know it's going to happen regardless if you've had a rough day or not. You can still say, okay, well, every morning I'm going to start my day with a cup of coffee, reading, you know, my book, my favorite book or whatever for 10, 15 minutes and sitting in quiet. If that's what you need every single day to start your day, that's wellness. That is going to help you we'll still have bad days. We'll still need stress relievers where you need to like go for a walk on your lunch break or, um, you know, grab some caffeine 
or just close your eyes for a little bit after a stressful you know, meeting or call, that's okay. Those things are still fine, but those are stress relievers. Self-care is more habitual and built into your life. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know that this is something that is, I feel like not talked about enough in law enforcement. Sometimes we're so focused on helping the officer that oftentimes we're not saying this is what the spouse needs. You are seeing the effects of the job on your spouse. You are seeing the impact it's having on your partner but you need to make sure that you are getting what you need as well. Because as we know, this is more, this job is more of a lifestyle. It impacts the whole family, not just the first responder. So it's really important that we are pouring into ourselves and not just pouring out for everybody else. Um, So I know that I'll just share a personal story real quick that I struggled with this. I shared like after I had babies one, two, and three, um, I was so focused on doing all the things as a mom and being a stay-at-home mom and trying to get my blog up off the ground and start my own business while also thinking that being home would fit into our lifestyle a little bit better so that my kids could see their dad and I could see my husband a little bit more. So I was spread too thin. And it got to the point where I was just exhausted that I didn't know what I needed anymore. I honestly could not tell you a couple years ago, um, four or five years ago, what I needed, what was self-care, what was wellness for me, what made me feel better. I had lost that completely. So it took me some time to reflect And I had a lot of conversations with my husband. He was very supportive. And in turn, in those conversations, I would also encourage him to take time too. This wasn't all about what Becca needs. Yes, we had conversations where it was just what I needed. But also I would say, okay, you know, go hunting. And then I will get this time on this day. You will get this time on this day. Um, So we both needed to work on that a lot, honestly. And it is, even a couple years later, something that we talk about constantly, that, okay, we have to set us a time for ourselves together as a couple, then I need to get time for myself every day. Um, You know, even if it's just most of the time, I just get up early and start my day quietly. Other times and other weeks, I have time set aside where it's just me and I get to do what I want. And then he gets to do the same thing. So it's an understanding that we both need that separately and we both need that together. But it took a long time to get there. It was a lot of conversations. It was a lot of us figuring out um, what was it that really filled our cups. And I would, if you're struggling with that too, I would encourage you to kind of go back and think, You know, what were things that you used to enjoy? What were things before kids or um, maybe in your early 20s? What were things that you really enjoyed doing? And um, try to go back to that 
and see if that fits into your lifestyle. Now, I know people change, but sometimes there's things that you still love. Maybe it was drawing, maybe it was writing. Um, And find something that really helps you kind of have a mental space that's just for you, that no one else can take away um, and that will be protected. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode all about mental fitness and wellness for police wives and girlfriends. If you like this episode and past ones, be sure to subscribe to the Proud Police Wife podcast, leave a review, and you'll also find out when new podcasts drop every single Monday. Mm-hmm.